Hello, hello. You are listening to the Salon Owner School podcast. I'm Sam Huber, the CEO here at PIP University. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. To learn more about PIP University and our course for salon owners, Rich Life CEO, you can visit us at pip-university.com. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Enjoy. All right, so we can go ahead and get started. I do want to let everybody know that really the topic of this clubhouse is lower your payroll percentage, and we want to be able to do that without obviously paying our team less. So this is really kicking off a free class that we have coming up in January on the 9th that is going to be at 6 p.m., central time and you can get the link from us to be able to sign up for this free class. The class is called Payroll Redefined Mastermind. So this clubhouse is really just to kick off conversation around lowering your payroll percentage without compensating your team less, like I said. So if you are interested in joining that free class there is no strings attached it's literally just we're not trying to get you to roll in anything nothing to that effect but just to be able to give you value within your business so um hi heather so who wants to hit on this topic first of lowering your payroll percentage without paying your team less and why this is important i'll go And just, I obviously just hopped on, so I don't know how much you explained about this so far, but one of the first things I want to say, did you kind of explain it, Jess? What does that mean? No, not really. We just were talking, I was just talking about the class or the free class in January and that this topic that we're talking about today is going to kick off for anybody coming to that free class. Perfect. Yeah. So this is something that we discovered as a company when we were building out our course, Rich Life CEO. And we talk about this a lot, lowering your payroll percentage. And it's important that when we say that, everybody that's listening and that's going to listen understands what that really means. So however often you run payroll, let's just say bi-weekly, because that's what a lot of salons do you bring in X amount of dollars in revenue every two weeks. But then a certain amount of that, a very large portion of that goes right back out the door to pay for all of the people that supported that revenue coming in in the first place. So this is something that's really good for our teams to see and understand. I had a call with one of my girls last week that, requested a raise. And I really explained to her what our budget is for payroll and how lately we've definitely been over that budget, that payroll percentage, because our utilization has been low. But it's really good that they understand it and that the owner understands it. And so the budget that we have for payroll is 50 to 53% of the revenue that was brought in for that pay period. Now, many salons are 65 to 70%, meaning let's say you bring in in a pay period $50,000. 70% 
or 65% of that $70,000 is going to go right back out the door to pay the people that helped bring it in. And that right there is like, if, if you're at 65 to 70%, and trust me, many times this year, I have been at 70%. And so has every professor on this call <laughs> been at 70% for our payroll allocations. But if that happens consistently, and that's just where you live, and it's the norm, it only leaves 30% left to pay everything else to restock your retail shelves, to order more back bar for the team. And then all the other line items, we call it um, common salon expenses, all those other line items. And then what's left for profit and then what's left for a tax reserve. So when it comes to lowering that percentage, the main, the two main triggers to be able to do that are an, a very, 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 very strong pricing structure. And then the other way to do it is a very strong compensation structure. Now, some of us that are leading this call are hourly. Amanda, I think that you're the only one that's commissioned. However, we do have a year two student, Ashley, and she's commissioned as well. So this can be done with commission salons, obviously, and hourly salons. But the higher, yeah, I'm just going to put it plainly, the higher your prices are, the more room you have left over for payroll, all the other line items, profit, and things like that, to where it is very possible that you can get your payroll percentage to 50 to 53 percent and your team be able to make more money than what they've currently made when your payroll percentage was at 70 percent and the way to do that is through a strong pricing structure and a strong compensation structure so now that i've kind of got that started do any of you guys want to hop in and add your own two cents to that or explain deeper um, I would like to hop in and talk about, um, I think you laid a really good foundation there, but I think that um, something that, you know, I was thinking about while you were talking about our prices being legit enough to carry a strong compensation model is I want, like, when you consider that some salons are paying, you know, I'll just use the term 50% because you know, I know it's it, it's a little on the high side, but it's actually very, very common in our industry that people are paying 50% commission. And that all sounds really great when you're, you know, you're listening to Heather and she's saying, well, your payroll percentage should be at 50 to 53%. And so if you're paying 50% commission, you might have just went, oh, yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm good then. But the problem with that is that we have you know, what we call our, our guest happiness team, which is our front desk. We've got leadership. We've got protégés or partners or associates um, to pay for. And so if you're at 50% commission flat across the board, there's really not room inside of your payroll allocation to fully support those people with abundant careers, which, you know, in, in my salon and in, you know, every salon that's up here on the panel, um, you know, our leadership and our GHT are like priceless um, and, and need to be compensated in a way that, that provides abundant careers for them so that they, you know, stay and, and keep um, growing the salon the way that they need to. And then 
the other thing I was thinking about is when we have a flat commission structure, there really isn't room for anyone to grow. Meaning if you pay 50% commission across the board, like from the minute that they hit the floor to the minute that they retire, there is no growth happening inside of their compensation unless you raise prices. And the other thing is there's not really room to grow your profit and there's not really room to grow any leaders because there's no money there to pay anybody more than 50%. Um, so I don't have a lot to add to what you said. It was just something that was running through my mind as you were talking about um, legit pricing and compensation models. The other thing too, I think we can add to <clears throat> um, what you were saying, Erin, is that there's so many stylists that aren't coached in the right way that will do a lot of emotional discounting to their guests and it's allowing or it's holding them back really even if you are paying out 50 percent commission if your prices are set to a good spot for the salon of what what the salon really needs to be doing but you have a team that isn't coached in the right way and they will give emotional discounts that is going to affect everybody in a negative way the salon that person individually so it makes it really hard for them to be able to have growth as well and that revenue coming in to keep your payroll percentage down um if if they're not following through on their end of of what the expectation is for those guests to be paying and making sure that they're getting an experience that goes along with it with the price tag that they they're coming in and paying Really good point, Jessica and Aaron. Amanda, do you have anything to add to this? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I was just taking notes as, as you guys were talking. And so being a commission salon, I had a lot of like limiting beliefs around um, pay structure and like percentages uh, before I went through TP pricing. If you would have told me like two years ago, you know, well, your new people should be getting paid, you know, 30 to 35% commission, I would have laughed. And like, that made me very uncomfortable. Um, but the more that I started to kind of educate myself surrounding it, uh, surrounding that thought process, the more that uh, I was able to understand, you know, commission is just like hourly, just like um, any anything else. Uh, it it's a pay structure. It's just how it's an hourly breakdown of, of time, um, whether we want to admit it or not. And with my team, there are so many moving parts that make our stylists successful. So they're not, you know, bringing in all of the, the clients, the salon is, is spending in marketing to help bring people in. They are not solely responsible for pre-booking and selling their retail. Our guest services team just pours so much into that. And helps to kind of close sales and our protégés are on the floor helping to make sure that our stylists are operating, you know, smoothly, that towels get done, that we're on the floor blow drying. So it's like, they're not just, our, our team could not earn what they earn without all of the other people in the salon. And so when I had to go through the, our pricing restructure uh, last year, we raised our prices considerably and we, I made it to where like our first level stylists, they were at a 35% commission. And that is because in their first couple years, 
they are learning, they are growing. We valued our training program at around like $15,000. So it's kind of like you don't get paid a 50% commission because you haven't put in the time and the, and the work and the effort. Like the salon has poured all of this money into you. Now it's time for you to kind of, you know, learn and, and grow. And we're investing a lot of time with training into you as well. Um, so when I talk to people with hiring, like I explain that to them, but I also explain to them and show them what their potential uh, earning looks like their first year with us. And for our first year, our new stylists can earn um, a minimum of $50,000 salary their first year. And that's only at 60% utilization. And when they see that number, it's like, well, holy crap, like there is no other salon in our town that they can go and earn that much money and still like we're still paying them a 30 that, so I, that's like like i explained to them like you're getting a 35 percent commission don't get hung up on that look what you can earn and it like blows everybody else in town out of the water so it's it's i've had to coach a lot of mindset stuff through it because in school they just they they just don't teach them the correct way um and working in other salons they don't the other salons don't educate them correctly on pay structure and all of that either so it's it's definitely been a lot of conversations and mindset mindset shifts and uh but i know without a shadow of doubt that nobody could leave here and go make what they do i love that amanda because you're right at the end of the at the end of year one being able to have a $50,000 compensation, especially at a 60% utilization. I mean, that's not just no other salon in your town is doing that. 1% of salons in America can offer that. And that's the biggest thing. It's an epidemic. I say this, every clubhouse is an epidemic in our industry with just honestly ignorance of stylists because of what they hear from other stylists or what they hear on social media with, I want 50%, I deserve 50% or whatever it is. And it's like, I actually just watched, watched a, a webinar because I'm potentially getting ready to invest $150,000 into education for myself. And there was a bullet point in there and I thought, oh my gosh, that is crazy. And it said, we are looking for people who, who see the bigger vision and want a smaller piece of a bigger pie. And that's exactly what we're talking about. You're going to get a smaller piece, but the pie is so much bigger. So do you want to talk about pennies on the dollar or do you want to talk about more dollars? And that Amanda, that's exactly what you've done. And when we make that a conversation that's happening in our salons, especially with commission, that that is a narrative that will fade if that um, conversation is happening all the time and they actually see the numbers. And that right there is a perfect example of how the payroll percentage can go down, but your team can make so much more money. Now, I will say this because this is something that the professors and I had a call last Wednesday and it's like, you know, we put so many things into effect within our program that makes salon owners a lot of money, a lot of money. But there is one thing that it, none of it matters. Lowering your payroll percentage or how all of us have done it, how all of us have built a phenomenal career path, 
how all of us have made a killer pricing structure. None of that matters if your leadership isn't, I don't want to say incredible, but I'll say bold. If you don't have a courageous style of leadership, because that's what all of this takes. Who cares about the system? The first thing that's very necessary for any of this to work or actually um, come into fruition in a, in a business is that the, the, the leader has to be a leader. The salon owner has to be a leader. And this is something that we see time and time again is that Jessica Gillespie coined this perfectly a few years ago where she said a lot of salons think they have great cultures. But then they come into Rich Life CEO and they realize that they have a girl gang because they don't have a culture because the owner is never really led and made moves that scare the rest of the team and honestly even scare the owner. So that's like, that could be a whole clubhouse. It's just nobody really finds that stuff very interesting or at least it feels that way. But Amanda, everything that you just said, I totally align with and it's good for other salon owners that are commission-based to hear that. Because I'll tell you this, for the longest time, I had a limiting belief until I spoke with one of our year two students, Ashley, and I spoke with her at our year two retreat. So this was just in September. I was like, if I'm talking to a salon owner and they're really, really serious about how much money every month is going out to payroll, they need to a complete overhaul of their pricing structure. They need to do TP pricing structure and then they need to go hourly because I was like to try to tell people that are on your team right now that are commissioned, that they're going to go from 45% commission or 43% commission down to 35% commission, you're going to have people walk out on you. You're, you're going to have people leave because, and that's just going to be an uphill battle. You're going to have to fight all the time because they're at 35%. But she was like, we're not hourly. And that's my, that's what we pay. And I mean, she hit a million dollars in her second year open in business. And I thought, wow. And the main thing that it came down to was leadership, just like with you, Amanda. So if you've got strong leadership skills and your team trusts you and you can get them to buy into a vision that isn't real yet, and you can get them to see it and totally hop on board, then anything is possible, including a commission structure that starts at 32%. 33%, 35%. I'll stop right there. Does anybody have anything to add? Or, and if you don't, if, does anybody have any questions that's listening in that you want to come up here and, and ask or just conversate? I think that a big part of it as well is just being very, very aware. <clears throat> if you want to be able to lower your payroll percentage, like Heather was talking about, and your target is to be at 50, 53%, and you have no idea where you're at. It's like first surround yourself by people that can educate you and show you how can you figure out that number because lowering your payroll percentage isn't anything if you don't know where your payroll percentage is at in the first place, right? So really understanding your numbers, understanding what it takes for your business to operate, um, every single month and how to be able to get to your target for your allocated percentage of payroll is the number one step that has to be done. And then once you <clears throat> have that and you under really truly understand it, I think that this is something that I do every single week. Like Heather was saying, every two weeks is when you're going to 
most people are going to run payroll. We have some people that run payroll weekly. Um, I know that there's different structures out there. Some people pay every 15 days, whatever that looks like for you. But for us at the beginning of a payroll period, when that first week is done and over with, I run, we compensate hourly. So I run everybody's hours that they worked and I figure out what my payroll approximately is going to look like. I look at how much revenue came in for that week and then I pop those numbers into a spreadsheet that we have so I can look where are we at right now. If I know that, okay, well, this past week was a little bit tough and right now our payroll is sitting at 70%, I'm going to look at this next week that is within the second week of our payroll cycle and see what is it that we are estimated for the week and what do we get to do and how do I get to lead the team and lead my leaders so when the end of the payroll cycle is over, our payroll percentage is down from where it may have started in that first week. Or if you're on a really good path that first week, same thing. I'm still looking at what it is that we're doing this next week and how we can continue to make sure that we, where we stay where we need to stay. So I think that's really important is also just figuring out how to be able to know uh, what your payroll percentage is in the first place. I think that's uh, a super good point. I actually just, I really loved how you uh, talked about kind of calculating where you're at for the first half of the payroll and then figuring out what do you need, what do you get to do to um, make those payroll percentages be in line. Um, I really just wanted to say also, like for anybody that's listening to this, you know, we just talked about lowering, we talked about 50% commission, we talked about lowering commission, we talked about hourly, and I just want to say that you might be listening to this going like, well, I'm not willing to lower my commission and I'm not willing to go hourly, and just know that when we're, when we're, you know, we work with a lot of salons through this kind of, this, this exact thing, and um, it's not always about lowering commission, it's not always about going hourly, like there's a lot of customizable ways that you can look at your salon finances and strategize and you know we've we've come up with all kinds of systems um for supporting you know and it, heather said that she says this every clubhouse and I, i'll tell you that i say this is that you know like we can still make our finances healthy and support abundant careers for our people inside the salon so don't hear us saying that you know if your payroll percentage right now is at 70 that you need to go from you know, 55% commission to 35% because obviously that's not like the the best route, but but that there are ways and, and strategies for making these things more in line. Yeah, I think one thing to add too that is also important, just knowing, like knowing where you're at in your payroll, like Jess was saying, um, because one of the biggest questions I feel like we get as professors too is like, when do I know when I can hire. And a lot of people are like, I don't know if I can afford to hire somebody. Um, your payroll and your, you know, your P&L, like that, that tells you every single month what you can afford to do. And, um, you know, if your payroll is sitting already really, really high, then it becomes more and more difficult for you to hire people to pay them. Um, and then it becomes more difficult for your company to grow. So for us, like this year, our payroll right now is sitting between 60 and 65%, but I also have three girls that I've got on payroll that I'm training that I'm paying hourly that aren't really, you know, they're not really contributing to our 
um, with services because they're, they're training. So, but I know that when they get out on the floor and we don't have anybody training, our payroll is going to be back, back down to where, where it needs to be. So I think that that's like, if you're, you know, wanting to hire and you're wanting to grow, like you've got to know your finances and you have to know where your payroll percentages are. Jesse, do you have anything you want to add to this? <clears throat> no, I'm, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that I've, I'm loving this conversation and pretty much every time I, I go to say something, it's, I'm actually, I always love how much Amanda and I have in common with how we run our businesses and I'm not, I'm not commissioned, but we still just have a lot of the same structure, a lot of the same ways we do things. And um, so I feel like she's covered a lot. And I think, you know, something that I kind of, with my career path, I have a whole uh, kind of section that just shows them like, this is the investment period of your career where both you and I are investing in you. So your payroll percent or like your commission or your hourly is a little bit lower. And then we have our growth period and then we have our profit period. So it's, I think just like Amanda was saying, it's so important to be really transparent with people coming in and showing them what their potential is and, and letting them know how much money they can make, you know, it's, and Heather, you said it, it's the smaller piece of a bigger pie. And I think that's really brilliant. And I love that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm agreeing with pretty much everything everybody is saying. So I don't think I have too much to add to this one. Does anybody have any questions that they would like to add to anything that we have gone over today or anything they would like to just add? It doesn't have to be a question. Okay. Does anybody else have anything up here at the panel that you guys would like to add personally? I do not. I thought this was a great, great discussion. Perfect. Okay, so just like I said at the beginning of the clubhouse on January 9th at 6 p.m. Central Time, we are going to be hosting a free class and it is Payroll Redefined Mastermind. So we're going to dive deeper into what it was that we discussed today on Clubhouse. So we would love to see you there. Shoot us a DM, find us on Instagram. You will be able to get the link to be able to enroll for free into that class. And we will see you next week on Clubhouse. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.